Guys, it is Tuesday night, 9 o'clock. Thank you for tuning in again. Uh, we really appreciate it. It's the Hershey and the Keeg Show. Uh, Mike Keegan, Mark Hirschman. We've got a very special guest, our friend, actor, comedian, Chris Monty's here this Yay. week. Hi, Chris. Hi. Hi, hi, ladies. <laughs> so happy to have you. Hey there, handsome. <laughs> and our Thanks very special, our producer, uh, Silly Sally from the Valley, Sally O'Neill. Hey, everyone. Hi, Sally. Guys, thanks for listening. Uh, as we get started, just please uh, be sure to like it, share it, share as much as you can, get the word out there, and uh, we'll get a, a few yeah. people listening. This is like, uh, I, I, it's a monumental day. You can see here we're celebrating with uh, with Yoohoo's because every great event is celebrated with Yoohoo's. Yeah. Um, You're not getting paid for this, are you? There has to, well, you got paid with Yoohoo, so. <laughs> no, um, not yet. There, there has to no, be. No, I mean Yoohoo. There ha- just, we're working things out, okay? Please. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is a monumental day in, in every, in every great thing. There's always a first. We had our first episode a few weeks ago. We had our first Carlos Gomez story last week. Beautiful. Um, and this week we have our first guest and there's definitely, uh, some significance to that. Chris Monty is a, is a, uh, as I wrote today on Facebook, he's a national treasure. <laughs> I'm still wiping tears <laughs> laughing from that. He's, an, that he, he's a good friend of mine. You know of him, I guess. I've heard, I've heard things. Yeah. but yeah. so it, I think I'm closer with Keegan than I, I am I with think you. So. You're, not. I think You're not. You guys have known each other longer, but I think we've become closer. Yes. So, um, so we perform. We comedy. masturbate together. He was my friend from the first episode that I mentioned. <laughs> no pillow in between. <laughs> we a, yeah, we don't use a pillow. <laughs> we are going to uh, break things down with, uh, with Chris Martin. Monty. Before we do that, um, let's do what we normally do and kind of cover some weekend activity, maybe anything Sally wants to cover with us. Sometimes she has some current events. Anything, Sally, that you want to talk about? Um, well, well, uh, well, someone wrote something about your show, and I actually didn't read it till now. So oh, okay. I, don't so know if, I don't know if you want me to read it. So you, do I thought, you Now, you yeah. say sometimes that you get many of these. You don't. You kind of dismiss them often, but... Obviously, this one is special today. If you got to be something praising how how great our show yeah. Is. So is this about Mike, me, me and Mike? What who is this about? You know, it's um, I, it may be a combination of both of you. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, yeah, both. Both. Right. Yeah, okay. Maybe. Okay. All right. Let's hear it because I'm, I'm sure it's great. I'm excited because the feedback's been good. <laughs> the feedback's been great. The, the feedback's maybe been you'll good. have to decide which one it's about. Okay. okay. Shoot. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I don't know what it is, but there is something with your voice that makes me want to punch babies. Well, that's definitely you. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be you. Who wrote that? Um, It's all anonymous. It's anonymous. This is our producer. She's our producer. So she takes in this this, feedback and she reports it. So that one, that person had a little voice issue with probably me about the Jewishness. (laughs) No, I don't think you sound overly Jewish. No? I don't know. (laughs) Have you spoken to him? Yeah. When I hang out with him like, (laughs) and there's money involved, then he becomes Jewish. But other than that. It could be my voice. How do you know? It could have been Sally that wrote that. I don't Maybe Sally wrote that. (laughs) Sally's just sitting there just seeing. I hate his voice. I want to punch a baby. So speaking of Jews, um, (laughs) there was something that 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 very exciting happened uh, today. Um, 
International Women's Day. International Women's Day, but besides that, you know, we've talked about um, some people wanting to be whack packers. They want to be, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, like the Howard Stern show used to have whack packers, yeah. and we're not going to say what you want to call them, <laughs> okay? We're not doing that so we can get banned again. Um, so let's just say, I said maybe we should call them the stupid schmucks, okay? That's, that's good. And our number one stupid schmuck so far has been my old boss and good friend, Rich Kleinman. And Rich Kleinman um, has taken upon himself to be a volunteer uh, talent coordinator for the show. All right. Okay, and he was able. Are we ready to, to, to punch this sure, up? Sure, you want me to play it? Yeah, so this was, uh, for, for those of you ha who have not seen this, this was something that came in today, and uh, it was an honor, and, and Silly Sally's going to punch it up and, uh, and show you what we got. Yeah, it's, it's, almost, it's almost a minute, so hold on. Okay, good. Take a sip of you who. <laughs> What's up, Hershey and Keegan? Uh, this is Michael Kay. I heard you just started this podcast, and you've got all the perfect things to have it be very well received. You need a very catchy name. Hershey and Keegan, it works per perfectly. There's so many things that you could say about it. It just rolls off the tongue. I love it. But I know your real names are Mike and Mark. I wish you the best of luck with this endeavor. I know you're both Yankee fans and you're comedians. And that's the best way to attack sports. Don't be so serious about it. Don't be the type of person that's gonna like pull their hair out if their team loses. If you're comedians, you could find something to laugh about. So I wish you both the best of luck and um, I can't wait to hear Hershey and Keegan. I love that name. I love it. Anyway, good luck uh, from everybody at Yes, from everybody at 98.7 ESPN, wow. and from everybody at the Yankees. Everybody at the guys. Yankees. The Yankees. That includes Aaron Judge. Derek Jeter just wished you a happy birthday. Well, no, he's not really anymore. He's not with them anymore. <laughs> he just wished you, uh, he sent you good tidings. Pretty Derek much. Jeter did. <laughs> yeah. you, you got that hooked up? That's pretty cool. So, again, this is my friend Kleiman. We want to th thank our good friend Michael Kay. He's an avid Michael listener. Kay is a good buddy <laughs> he, of ours. He almost got the name of the show right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least he, but at least he said your real last name. And so I that, did, gives you, that gives you in circulation. I get a little more credibility. Yeah. I love how he said he's going to be watching the show. Yeah. Well, you can watch it. Yeah, but I'm saying he's not watching the show right how now. How do you know? He's got you nothing know. else to do. He's he's listen to me. He doesn't have a job this season. Oh, that's true. Yeah, with the baseball And strike. he might want to, you know, he knows that the the, the audience is going to be very small, so he could steal something funny that might oh, happen. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so Kleiman is out there hunting for us, and he, and he got Michael K. And, and uh, I will tell you guys, this is a little bit of a, a disappointment, but I'm glad I didn't put the news out before uh, it fell apart. Michael K. had actually agreed to come on the show. He was going to be a guest on the show, yeah. and then the Tonight? yes. Um, well, <laughs> we, we were going to bump you. Listen, <laughs> we almost bumped you for Tony. So um, he basically Michael K agreed to come on the show, and then he had to run clearance through the Yes Network, and they kiboshed it. They said that they didn't want him doing any podcasts. So said, uh, that Keeg show is non-union. I think you yeah. can't do that. So, but Kleiman did a great job. Thank but, you, uh, yeah. thank you, stupid moron, um, Rich Kleiman. Stupid that's, schmuck, Rich Kleiman. Why, he schmuck, you up. Uh, Wait, no, 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 no. That's oh. not. We're not calling it's him a stupid schmuck. That's, oh, that's what we're calling the whack packers since we don't oh, know. Oh, okay. It's, yeah. it's an endearing name. I yeah, I get it. We're appreciative. Else. And don't don't think he's not out there hunting and working still. There will be more, that, but that the, the Michael K. one was awesome. We wish we would have had him yeah. in the studio. He'd originally agreed, but... You know that was that was pretty awesome. So we're yeah, we're very uh, proud of that. Um, Mike, did anything happen this weekend for you that you want to talk about before I? Uh, nothing out of the ordinary this weekend. I did I did screw up on something today because I you like my how much I screw up with Carla stories. Yes, of course. About yesterday, she <laughs> called me up and uh, she goes, "I'm at work," and she goes, uh, "I need you to order this robot vacuum for me. I'll give you a hundred. I'll Venmo you a hundred dollars. Just order it because Carla's a socialist, so she doesn't believe in Amazon." Because it's a capitalist, so her 
her loophole that she found is to have me order off of Amazon. <laughs> okay. So that she's not actually ordering off of Amazon. Right. But she's still getting the products yeah, she wants. Exactly. She's getting the products, but she's not supporting and corp- capitalism. And corporate America's suffering. <laughs> exactly. Right. And then she Venmos me the money that I spent. She makes right. you get primed. Using, <laughs> using, exactly. using another capitalist uh, app. <laughs> there you go. That's right. That exactly. was like when I was a kid. I used to make my Italian friends go buy me bacon sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Tell your mother to give me sauce and pepper. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Um, so I... Uh, so all she told me, she's like, it's $100, this robot vacuum. I'm like, all right, I'll get it. Sure. And then uh, I get home later on, and she asked me if I ordered it, and I still hadn't. I'm like, no, I'm going to order it in a little bit. Totally forgot yesterday. She reminded me today. I was uh, I was at lunch, and uh, she goes, did you order the robot vacuum? I still hadn't, but I go, yeah, yeah, I did. I ordered it. She goes, did you order it yesterday or today? I go, I ordered it today. I just ordered it like an hour ago. Mm-hmm. She's like... It was a limited sale yesterday. Idiot. It was a hundred dollars yesterday. Oh, Six hundred dollars today. Dumb. Now you're out. Now you're out. Fucking so now five hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. Stupid so now either got to admit that I lied to her and said I ordered it, or <laughs> I'm out five hundred dollars now. And uh, so I actually admitted that I lied. Usually, oh, usually wow. my harebrained schemes, I'll spend six hundred. Let me tell you something. My wife is worse. Than, she doesn't care about corporate America. I don't think yeah. that. But if, but my wife, if she tells me get it now, it's on sale. You're gonna do this for me, and I mess up. I just. Pay the seven hundred dollars extra and don't tell her nothing and don't show her the receipt. I burn it because my wife is super super frugal. She's not yeah. cheap, but she no. likes to get the discounts. Yeah. She's the a money manager. She's a money manager. So, yeah. uh, but I I will. You yeah, know, I, I'm, I I I contemplated. I'm like, I'll just order for six hundred dollars now, so I don't have to admit so that I lied. I totally would have done uh, that. Yeah, exactly. Where Room is it the worst though? It's <laughs> it's better off anyway. They they're yeah. awful. Yeah, and and like we have one also ready, but she's like, oh, it's a hundred dollars. You know, no, you fucked up, and what you did is you make it b- look. It's bad for people like me and you because we can't do anything around the house. Yeah. So yeah. when we're tasked with something as simple as pu- buying something on Literally Amazon, nothing easier to do. It's just you're an embarrassment. How? Why didn't you just? What were you doing the day before that prevented you from going ahead and buying the Amazon thing? Absolutely nothing. See, I'm the opposite. I can't. I'm embarrassment because I can't fix the broken fridge or well, the whatever. Well, that's us. That's but what I'm I saying. But I can cook and clean and do all. Yeah, that. I can do the the. The easy, like that's easy for me, you yeah, know. Exactly. Right, and I'm home all day, so that's what I do. Right. I do the grocery shopping, the cooking, and the cleaning, and all that stuff. So, so you're already in, in high regards by the time she gets. So I'm out. the one that wants the new vacuum. So I text her, <laughs> I need a new vacuum. I need my allowance money for the new vacuum. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> that's a major screw up on Keegan's part. Yeah. That is. Um, you got to so, do better. So what? Yeah, she, yeah, she's I should, pissed I now. I should huh? do better. She was, yeah, she was pretty aggravated. Oh, then, did you put the the uh, bidet in yet? The bidet is good to go. Yeah, uh, you oh, did. Wow. Do you like it? Episode. Do you guys like it? Lo- love it. Yeah, even yeah. though it's cold water. Yeah, cold. <laughs> even though it's cold, Keegan hasn't left the bathroom in three days. <laughs> <laughs> I was bar- I was gonna call in today. I, was just I gonna- can't wait to see Carla next time. I'm gonna be like, uh, my, you know, we just got this great robot vacuum. It was like a hundred bucks and a warm and a warm water bidet. That's all. Carla we hooked wants. Up, we- <laughs> and, and you know what it is? It is. She doesn't ask for much, and I just I, I can't do. She the- doesn't. She's dating the- you. She, she doesn't ask for much. It's true. <laughs> she right, settles. True. Let's just say that. Yeah, I did install a, a wall mounted TV the other day though. So wow, that's, that's big. Not easy. I, I pray no. that Stacy's not listening, no, which I know she's you. not because she hates I the idea of the whole show. But. Um, <laughs> 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 Honestly, like, w- sh- I've had a, a new TV for the bedroom for about three years, yeah. and it's still sitting in the same place in the corner of upstairs. <laughs> you don't have well, a stand? You can just hook it up? It's it's a flat screen. It has to go. I bought one of those things that it attaches to. Why are you yeah. hooking up TVs? You're again well, fucking well, <laughs> us up. Well, here's the... the I'll, make, I'll make myself seem like the piece of shit that I am right now. Yes, not hard. Carla's been asking me to wall mount her... 
the TV. <laughs> hey oh, she just bought a TV, <laughs> and she's been. I want to be wall mounted. <laughs> she, it's called pegging. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. She bought a TV that she's been asking me to wall mount, and it's literally been sitting in one of the bedrooms at the house. Sure. And Juliana gets this TV a week ago, and I already wall mounted it for her. Wow! So, well, that's your baby. Wow! That's that's yeah. like yeah, that's that's yeah. that's, that's your baby. Yeah, because Juliana like my my parents bought her the TV for her birthday, and then Juliana is like, "Oh, you gonna you gonna install it? On, I, I want it on the ceiling." I guess she she meant the wall, but she's in right. the ceiling. So yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, all right, all right, man. No. Like, so you put it on the ceiling? <laughs> you know what it is? <laughs> because that's actually smart. You can watch it while you're laying exactly. down in bed. It's probably good. You don't got to turn your neck. Then it falls yeah. and kills she's you. She's used to mommy wanting things posted on the ceiling. That's probably why. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's a mirror joke. I, I did do something. So <laughs> 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 now, when you have to explain them, Keegan. Um, okay. I don't have a TV in the bedroom. Let me just say that. I don't I don't believe in them. I don't believe. No, I always believe in bedrooms for two things. And you know what? I'm not doing either of them right now, so I kind of want to get a TV. If now that I know you install them, I actually have an extra TV. You want to come over to my house? What does he mean, two things? Sleeping and Zumba? What does he mean? Yeah, yeah sleeping and... He's sleeping like, and inviting your best friend over. All oh, right. Hey. <laughs> your best male friend. Oh, my God. No. Uh, come over. Get, just give me a cushion. No, my wife has been dying for ever since we were moved in together yeah my wife is one of the tv in the bedroom and i never had one in my apartment i took it out when i moved into the apartment i had which i call camelot before <laughs> yeah. i got married yeah. uh, that was camelot I, right? I enjoyed that apartment yes so yeah. that apartment when i moved into that apartment i was there for like 13 years i i did i neglected i didn't want a tv in the bedroom yeah. at that point i'm like no we don't i don't need it i was single i had a girlfriend and she broke up and then that and i didn't want it right and then i was i was done with it and i sleep so much better because of it because now i watch tv in either the man cave yeah. or the den in my house and when it's mm -hmm. time to go to bed i either fall asleep there wake up and go to bed yeah. and that's it and i know if i'm in my bedroom and i get caught on some ken burn documentary about baseball or vietnam right. i'm up until seven yeah. in the morning watching this all night that's long. true right. it definitely affects your sleep yeah yeah so so, well, Keegan, I'll, I'll tell you a couple of things. I won't get too long-winded. I, I know that uh, we have to be cautious of that. You? But, um, so, Max had a buddy over this weekend. Carlos Gomez? <laughs> it was not. And, and there was, I mean, people were clamoring all week for Carlos Gomez. <laughs> Dude, we got we got I almost had to, like, I'll, pick him up to bring him here tonight. Seriously, I'm going to make you, know? you have Max Hello? invite Carlos Gomez over. I mean, this is Carlos Gomez. I want to meet the grandmother. I know. Oh, my God. The, the abuela who's not Hispanic, but you spoke to her in Spanish? Honestly, oh. we could have just talked for an hour about Carlos. Gomez last week because all oh. week long people are like oh my god fucking Carlos Gomez is the best. Oh, that's funny. So Max has Max has a regular over last week, not one of these no. you know kids who I didn't know and then obviously caused a lot of tumult last week. Yeah. He wants one of his regular buddies to come over. So the kid yeah, comes you, over. You humiliated him in front of his new friend. That, exactly, but I did, I just wanted a regular experience this weekend. I wanted to know. One of the kids that I'm used to that has his regular bizarre habits or not, whatever. So kid comes over, and I guess around 8 o'clock, he's like, all right, I'm ready to go. I'm like, okay, you can stay a little bit longer if you want. And, and uh, But he's like, no, we've been, I've been here a few hours. It's cool. I want to go home. No, I want to so, go. Carlos, Carlos called yeah, me Carlos's, Carlos's grandma <laughs> called me. You don't have no good to eat here. Yeah. I want to go home. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Um, so, so I take him home. I bring, I, I bring Max back and I'm like, why did, why did so-and-so want to leave? He's like, well, he, uh, he had a poop and he didn't want to poop in the house. Really? And I'm like, I love this fucking kid. I do. You know what? I do. <laughs> I love this kid. I love kid. that it's got to go home to poop. That's yeah. me too. But we were talking about it that, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of people, if they could avoid it, using the bathroom for that type of job in my home. You should hold it in like the rest of society. Do you know, do you know how many? Too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So but I still. Got the, that's why I tell people when I have company for a party or whatever, I'm like, 
Guys, there's a bathroom downstairs. Yeah. That's yeah. why I like the man cave bathroom, which is always clean, by the way. It's cleaner yeah. than the bathroom in the. Of we, course it is. But I always tell, I'd rather have them go down there and do their business down there yeah. because by the time I go down there, it might be night for another week. <laughs> so I won't really, I'll forget about it. Do you, you know, know how many. Do you know how many of my friends' parents, when I was growing up, wish I was like that? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I was choked on a clump of chocolate. <laughs> like, you sure it was chocolate? <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Um, that funny. So he, he, You're the guy that goes anywhere. So yeah, he went. I, seriously, I will. He went home, and he did his business, and that was it. And it was uh, a pl- kid. Yeah, it was, it's a, he was a great kid. So that's why we want that kid over every weekend. And Car- Carlos Gomez will not be over ever again. Carlos over. Gomez is very intrusive. He was knocking on the door while you were hello, in the shower. Hello. Yeah, he kept on knocking on the door. It was just the fucking most bizarre thing ever. And then when he vacated the premises on his own, it, what was he doing? Yeah, I don't what know, the fuck yeah. was he you doing? Didn't, you know he had a safe pickup or anything, right? <laughs> no, he didn't have the pickup. I, he tried to escape and, and get back to his filipino grandmother's house <laughs> but we worked it out so that was that's what happened at home um i did have a little uh good experience you know my profession as you guys know i work in a school and sometimes i go out to schools and do presentations I, <laughs> I do I, I, I do presentations for for classrooms talk about um preparing for jobs and things like that so this one teacher from uh, from oceanside high school has been asking me to come and do a, a presentation presentation and i did one for her last year but it was virtual but this year she wanted me to come in so um and she's like oh my god you were you were so great last year and the kids love listening to you and it was so motivational and you know yada yada so i Why go can to you bring that energy here yeah, i know because yeah. <laughs> it's nine o'clock at night and he has children and a wife so I, I do the I go to the classroom and I'm probably like 20 minutes in and it's my first in-person live presentation in probably about two years because COVID there was no in-school presentations. How old are the and kids? These were high school seniors. Okay. High school seniors Ooh. and it was like <laughs> and it was brutal. like almost like a group of kids who were not going to go to college. They were going to go to like technical school and things like yeah. that. Loses. And um, <laughs> so yeah. So so basically, I went to technical school. Yeah. school. <laughs> so like refrigerator repair, yeah. you know. <laughs> so like twenty minutes in, I'm just talking and I'm talking, and you know when you talk so much that your voice just—if you don't have a drink in front of you—you yes. you lose the I power of speech. So yeah. I, I, I'm in the middle of a sentence, I'm like, and you have to fill your. <laughs> and I can't, I can't get the words out. Oh, they must have. Hold on. So I look over to her now. At this moment, when I look over to her and I see her, she's full-blown into, like, Wordle and Twitter, and she's on all this shit. She couldn't give a fuck what I was saying. All she was caring about was that I was doing her period you want, her. She wanted you to do your time. Exactly. I was doing my time. I was doing my time. So this is exactly what happened. I said, I said, can I get a, a bottle of water? So she looks at me. She goes, no, I don't have any. And then she turns back to the computer. Wow. So now a cold sweat covers me. I'm drenched like instantaneously because I got these high school kids. They're sitting there picking their nose. They're, you know, oh, they're pulling their hair out of their eyebrows or yeah. all this shit. Luckily, I was able to manifest enough saliva to, to get the throat to be cleared up a little bit. It's like Moses in the desert. Right and there. I went through. But I'm like, if she saw me struggling like that and she just turned around and said, nope. Nope, I said, have it. you know, maybe you could have doing her job. Right back her. to Wordle. She's like, I'm in the middle of the game here. <laughs> but why couldn't she have gone to the water you know, fountain? So, so 
after the first period was over, I had another period to do five minutes later, another 40-minute class. No, and there's no vending machine? So I said to her, I said, <laughs> so I said what about, you know, that, uh, I'm going to need a water, you know? She's like, all right, go down to the end of the hallway by the gym, make a left over there by the science so hallway. So I'm doing cardio when I got to So now I have to fucking find where I'm going all the way down the end of the building, Pay for my own goddamn water. Which was what, three dollars? It was three dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so now what I realize useless cunt. Yeah. Oh, oh god. Oh, sorry. My Paul, daughter my daughter's up, useless. My daughter's up and watch. <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. wife's like, I don't know if we're gonna watch because my daughter doesn't sleep. So I go, watch on YouTube on the TV, because we can do the link on the TV. Because I watch you guys on it. And and then I go, ah, maybe not. I go, because Hirschman throws the F bomb yeah. around like like, yeah. they're gonna, like they're gonna make us against the law to say it tomorrow. Yeah. And now you just blow out yeah, that word. I was so I got very, very angry. Yeah, so, so it wasn't I saw red good. Just now, I'm sorry. So speaking, okay. speaking, I would have said the same thing. Of, I was thinking it of Kristen uh, Monty's wife. I thought it would be a, a good idea that um, we're, we're going to have Monty go into a couple stories. Um, I want really? Monty. One of the best. That, we didn't really give him proper credits. Also, yeah. Like, why don't we do that? You do like, that. Go okay, ahead. I, I just credit. said this is our friend Chris. You guys know, yeah, Chris one Monty. Of the no best comedian needed. actors you ever seen. No, stop. Ever. No, Chris Monty. Who's been in? Um, he's a legend of my own mind. Kevin can wait. Kevin, vinyl well, on Kevin HBO. can wait. It's not that much to be, but um, <laughs> vinyl. Um, he was in Kevin, Kevin can wait. Vinyl. The blacklist. Yeah, that he was, was so. In, if you blinked, you missed my scene. That's how. <laughs> well, I made sure I blinked. Yes. Um, <laughs> Paul Blart. Two mall cop was it mall cop two Paul yep. Blart he was Red in Oaks that. with Paul Reiser. Red Oaks uh, he was this is how much of a jinx I am that when Red Oaks everything I've been on I did one episode and the thing got canceled right <laughs> so then when I was on Red Oaks at the end I was in season one one episode at the end of season two my agent called me and goes I just got a call from Red Oaks they want to bring you back and be a regular your character to be regular on the show like wow. five or six oh, congratulations. episodes yeah, yeah they canceled it right that <laughs> summer right. Was, this was like 2019 yeah. they canceled it that summer so then September I go I, when, when am I going to work on Red Oaks they go she goes Amazon dropped it <laughs> when Amazon drops you you know so vinyl was canceled Final was one season and canceled. canceled. Red Oaks canceled. Kevin Kuwait canceled. That was because of me, though. Because I was season. I was in season one. That, that was, was like so, the best season. That was because of Leah. When this endeavor is over, we know why. At least we know <laughs> yes. why. That's why I don't get invited onto shows. <laughs> no, you're my. They go. It's the best episode watched, but then everybody goes. Yeah, we're done. So exactly. Chris has been. What else? Quit while we're ahead. Yeah. I don't know that that's he was uh, played across uh, Morgan Freeman in Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> what else? Correct. What else did he do? Sorry. I was uh, in uh, Oh God, Book Two with George Burns. Right. No, yeah. So he's he's uh, he's a national touring comic, which is not a lie. That's true. That's true. Uh, a uh, very respected comic well. comic on the the scene in Long Island, New York, and beyond. Well, unless you know him, and uh, you know he, he and he's been a good friend of mine for for a long time. And, and um, I like one of the stories I want him to tell. Because he gets a kick out of it. Um, I do. Both related to the racetrack where him and I have spent a lot of our time together over the years. The day that you decided that you wanted me to meet your um, your girlfriend who eventually became yeah, your wife. Yeah, who eventually became your wife and then the, the mother of your child. Um, go ahead and tell that story that day. Oh, well, we were up at Saratoga. Uh, you were going up. I was actually working... Some gig. I always try to go to Saratoga when I have something near Saratoga. So I go, I'm going to go to the track. I go up early. I, I, I stay a few extra days. Got a hotel. 
Uh, he's like, I'm update that week. You update that week? I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring uh, my girlfriend. Oh, great. Now, so, how long have you been seeing each other when you bring her? Do you know what year that was? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely like months. It wasn't years at all. I yeah. mean, I would have definitely met her. We, but. Yeah, I, well, we, we started dating in January of 2015, so that was probably August of 2015. Because we got married 2017. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's, that's I don't right. think we were dating. That's a respectable amount of no, two years it, at the no, time. No, 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 no. It was, it was months. It was like four, five, six yeah. months. So yeah. we're up at Saratoga, and uh, where I walk in. I got on. Um, it's Saratoga, man. So, you know, and I'm yeah. at the track. So I got on, like, the white pants and the white shoes and the white hat, and he's like. And this guy comes to the track like he just got out of, you know, uh, prison. Everyone you know? dresses <laughs> like that. I, I actually lived in Saratoga, and I would rent oh, my yeah? house out to people that went to the track. Yeah, it was, oh, like, nice. right down the right. road from the track. But this, this and derelict. People, like, with big floppy hats. Like, yeah. People get, like, really Oh, no, no, that's how Monty would dress, and that's how This derelict's got no sleeves on his shirt. He's got the tattoo showing. He's got his shorts. So he looks like he's got his own folding chair. Like, he's a derelict <laughs> that took the, the N6 bus I have with a six-pack of Bud cans. I don't. I've made a lot of terrible decisions in life. We all know that. Um, this particular happenstance, though, is one that I regret because Monty had said, "Listen, I'm bringing my girlfriend. I want you to meet her." She, and I, so in my mind, I'm like, oh, "It's Monty's girlfriend. How good can this be?" You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, so I put on. I, I used to have like. Um, it was listen. It was the dead of summer. It was yeah. hot. No, he but was I dressed. Appropriately. No, no, no. I was dressed appropriately if I was going to clean garbage. Okay. <laughs> or if you're going to collect the beer, empty beer cans, beer cans after yeah. track clothes. So I have a, a Yankee sleeveless, okay, <laughs> with, and it's like a, almost like a satiny, it's a cheap quality, awful shirt. Um, call that the Hirschman Tux. The, the Hirschman Tux. I'm wearing camouflage um, shorts. shorts and I'm smoking um, plastic tip cherry wood cigars, okay? Right. And then Tipperillos. Monty walks up. <laughs> And um, the girl that he's with, Kristen, she takes off her glasses. No, you said. Oh. Take off your glasses. Yeah. Like a oh, creepy. Yeah. Like a creepy. Oh, yeah. Like a creepy dude. No, he's like. He's like. And she did. Yeah, I would have like, been like. He's I'm like, this is my friend Mark. He's like, oh my God, you're gorgeous. You're gorgeous. He's like, well, do me a favor. Oh. Take off your sunglasses. Let me just see your eyes. Let me just see your eyes. What and my my wife has beautiful, beautiful yeah. diamond blue eyes. So, right? And she takes off and he goes, oh my God. Oh my God. I go, dude, no, you're I, I, salivating. I, I, hold on. I didn't. She is beautiful. No. Because you know what it was? You know how I feel when I look into Paul Rudd's eyes? That's that's the kind of eyes that she has like okay she, my wife has beautiful yeah, eyes. she's beautiful eyes and besides that she's very she's just she's but she's intelligent she has a conversation yeah. and i'm sitting there and it's just she could not be taking me seriously the way i was presenting yeah. myself yeah. i'm on a wicked she chair. knows i'm a comedian it's a comedian friend of mine i'm a comic yeah my wife's very she doesn't judge people like that she doesn't until she doesn't. that day well she he he comes to me on the side he goes uh he goes dude he goes How'd you get? You got this beautiful girl, and you dress with the with the white shoes like you belong in Florida. Like she's gonna, <laughs> she's walking around with with a with a buffoon like you. He says to me, <laughs> but she sees you. She's like, he must be the MC. That's <laughs> I, I I honestly felt uncomfortable because the the tattoos and the shirt and the the wick, I don't know you felt like this. The, I never knew the you fold like up chair with like you know it's like wicker stripes or whatever it is. Like it's yeah. missing three of them. He's telling us so, bring your own chairs. I'm like, dude, I'm not. I'm, uh, bring, I'm not so carrying bad. my own chair in a Saratoga yeah. now. I go, I get seats. I got friends, I got seats. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I understood what he yeah. meant. We wound up, like, you know, sitting on, like, wherever we could sit. Right. Because, you know, you're standing so all day. I did feel uncomfortable the but whole day. But we had day. a great time. We did have a great time. But, like, I could have put on a, a polo. Like, I could have, you know, I I don't know what made up a bit. You're meeting your buddy's girlfriend for the first I, time. I don't yeah. know what made dressed like that. Uh, but okay. So, we're okay now. We're we're good. Um, she loves you. No, of course. Well, who she doesn't? She thinks, <laughs> let me tell you something. She, she'll <laughs> sit up at night. My wife doesn't do social media at all. She's not a big social media. But I'd night she'll go up 
she gets up at six thirty in the morning to get ready for work because she's a teacher, right? Yeah. And she'll she'll go up around eleven, eleven thirty. We'll be watching TV, and she'll be like, "All right, at eleven fifteen, she'll be like, I had it. I'm going up. I go go up. I'm, I go. I'm gonna. I stay up to like one a.m. I go. I'm gonna watch TV. I'll be up. So I go up at like twelve thirty. Sometimes I'm tired and. She's laying, her face is lit up, the covers are up, and I look, and she's on Facebook, and all of a sudden, it'll be quiet, and I'll be like, she'll be like, <laughs> and I go, what are you doing? She's like, that Hirschman, he kills me. Like, oh she loves God. your posts. He is good yeah. on Facebook. She, yeah, you're good on Facebook. In person, not so much. Yeah. How but, do I just do a Facebook show? <laughs> <laughs> Instagram. Just, you know. Um, she's a great kid, and um, so Chris is obviously married now. He has a, how old, your daughter's almost three now? She'll be three in June. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, and the terrible twos have officially she, kicked in. Yeah, she's right. a, yeah. she's beautiful. It's a beautiful little family. Um, aside from the age gap, Kristen's 38 and Monty's 62. So <laughs> I know. Um, every year on my birthday, he posts up right on my page. He's like, uh, happy 71st birthday. <laughs> well, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that because I want to get into your, your stage persona. The one other, there's a story that you used to tell. I don't know if you remember it, about when you, when you met me and my two kids, my two daughters, at the track, and I Anna, the, the little blonde one, had said something to you. Um, we, we were at Aqueduct, and she made some sort of remark. Levine, Levine won the race. Yeah. So we were at we're at Aqueduct Racetrack. His kids. Uh, I don't think Max was with us. No, like no, that. Max was just born. That so. was a different day we were there with Max. Remember, he was going up and down the stairs, and you weren't paying attention. And oh yeah. Goes, comes to me. And he goes, "You got this kid's gonna fall down and break his skull. You got to watch your kid." I go, "That ain't my kid. It's his kid." <laughs> and he's not even looking. He's looking at the racing form. I'm like, I'm like, Hirsch, your kid's gonna fall down. He's like, Max, knock it off. And he goes, hey. "Well, when you're at the track, you have to focus." But we're at the track, so he brings Samantha was seven, Anna was five, something right. like and, that. And yeah. he's like, "This is Chris Monty. He just was in Paul Blart Mall Cop." too and like we saw that movie and it was so cute right and all of a sudden her, we were you, anybody who listens to the show knows Hershen is a big horse guy I'm a horse guy so there's a group of uh, well dressed guys in suits with yarmulkes and Hirsch goes I bet you these guys own Bruce Levine's horse the, the trainer right mm -hmm. he goes they probably own the horse that Levine trains he's probably gonna win so we're, we're gonna bet it and everything and it was a favorite whatever but we're talking like this and who said it to me? It's Anna? Anna, was, the, she so, was five. So Anna goes, Anna looks at me, she goes, he's a Jew. <laughs> about about Hirschman, about a father. <laughs> so I look at him, I go, do you hear what your daughter just said? He, go, he goes, uh, he goes, she's just saying that because she doesn't know what she's saying. She doesn't realize that she's a Jew too. <laughs> and then she turns to him and she goes, I'm not a Jew, you're a <laughs> That's Jew. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So that's true and I go she is your wife so they've well, always had a great deal of respect for you you know it's very funny so I you know, I have three kids Samantha the 19 year old ha has she looks like her father she looks she's dark haired she has dark eyes and then there's huge the, the, penis there's the two what <laughs> there's huge the, there's the <laughs> no that would be little penis then if she looked like her father yes. okay let's get it right looks like a mother um, huge but, but the uh, but the two the two little ones um anna and max are blonde hair blue eyed freckles they have they've they've wiped out all the judaism from themselves yeah, somehow. that irish blood just steamrolled yeah yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. yeah so um so now that your was, kids are great though 
They are great. You do have awesome kids. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. Um, so I, I do want to get into, and I know Mike wanted to also, um, because this is Chris Monty's day. It's International Women's Day. It's, <laughs> it's Chris Monty's day. I didn't know it was International Women's it's Day. It's not a coincidence we have you here today, yeah. Chris. Um, I would have I wore my, my, my fruit hat, <laughs> my Carmen the, Miranda. The one thing that, that I've always wanted to ask you, and the truth is most of the time when we're talking, we're talking about horses. That's what we talk about. We talk about shows, whatever. I, I don't even text him how he's doing. I'm like, you got anything today? I'm off, <laughs> and I just want to bet. It is he an always interesting, gets good tips because he knows everybody. It's an track. interesting dynamic that we have because we don't even exchange pleasantries. It will just be like, hey, send me the racing form. Like, it's yeah. just, it's kind of a... But we, we love each other. Yeah, no, no, we're, we're very we good don't like have to that. say it. He's never um, given me one winner. Every year. I'm oh, we've had... Last year, we had a... During the pandemic, the two years, we even had a good summer run because we were getting tips from each other's yeah, friends. Yeah. I was giving But you have tips. to realize something, though, that when... We won money on two continents. <laughs> right, that's Irish. right. Ireland, we won. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We don't... Like, the Kentucky Derby, the Belmont Stakes, those big days... Those aren't tip those days. Those aren't tip yeah, days. But just... it's like a, a like a Thursday in the middle of the winter of Aqueduct. Yeah. Yeah. Some, like, homeless pig will text me, <laughs> you know, like, with the, with the last $7 that he has in his account. He's like... Dude, uh, Jimmy O'Sullivan's horse is going to go ahead and win today. Yeah. And then I'll text my text me with a minute to post, and, and I'll put wins. it in. Yeah, like yeah. it happens. And then we both make a few hundred bucks. But we'll, nice. we will include you next time. Yeah, include me. You know, I like money. We will we will include you. Have you um, got to open a, an account. You have an IRA account, or you have a... I have an IRA account, I have the Bet MGM, I do... Okay, and, and all I, right. And, well, I have yeah. like, and I have, like, a guy that I, that I do... You got a guy. Right. He's got a guy. Got a guy. Right. Let's not talk about that guy. We want to keep the show yeah. above water. Um, <laughs> but the one thing I always wanted to ask you, so you started doing stand-up, it's 20, how many years now? Uh, 98, I started. 98, so 24? 98 years, yeah. 98 years now. So 24? 24 years. So you obviously started out like everybody else. You would, you were emceeing, you were middling, and, and mm -hmm. then you've been headlining now for, I don't know, let's see. Uh, it's got to be 15 years probably. At least 12. Okay. But headlining confidently, like 10. Okay. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. So at what point, though, because, uh, and this, all jokes aside, but you definitely, your persona, you know, people see you on stage and they think they're seeing Fred Astaire live. So, Fred like, Astaire didn't tell jokes. No, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Fred Astaire. Fred Astaire. You had two weeks to come up with Bing some reference. Reference. Yeah. No, 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 no. What I'm I saying. I bet you if I put him on the spot right now, he'd come up with somebody better than Fred <laughs> Astaire. Crosby. No, Bing Crosby I, I mean, sings. No, what I'm, I don't mean the actual. Bob Hope. You could have said Bob Hope. Hey, I'm go. saying you, you have a. The old school persona. You have an old school like a vaudevillian type of uh, way no, about no, you. It's not vaudevillian. So, I'm not Joe Starr. <laughs> at, what, <laughs> at what point did you decide that you were going to wear the, the suit, the thin tie, the give yourself a little bit more respectful way? I always like dressing nice. I mean, not tonight. You even know, in the yeah, beginning, radio. though, you always dressed, dressed... Even when? Even like in the beginning when you were starting out? When first I first started years, out, maybe? Not a, um, I didn't start... I'll tell you when I started. I started... when I, Within the first five years, I started to wear... At the minimum, I would wear uh, a slacks with a dress shirt and a tie, not the whole full suit. Uh, but in the beginning, I would wear, you know, just a button-down shirt with jeans, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I'll still perform like this if I'm bouncing into the city on a Tuesday night to do yeah, a yeah. 10 o'clock spot for somebody or whatever. Okay. But, you know, if I, you know, but um, I decided uh, when I met, um, I'll tell you, uh, Joe Starr was an influence. Okay. But another big influence to dress nice was, for me, was Melvin George. I don't oh, know yeah. if you guys know Melvin yeah, George. Yeah, of course, absolutely. Melvin always wears, and his suit turns into his act, you know, right, he has yeah. the thing. But I, but those guys were like, you know. And then um, I watched an interview with Frank Sinatra, who said, 
Dress better than your audience. They're paid to see a show. Come out like, don't come out dressed like one of them schmucks in the audience. Yeah. Dress like they say, wow, this guy's a star. Look how he dresses. Mm -hmm. that, so I, I took that and I was like, I'm always going to dress nice when I go on stage yeah. because I should. Even if it's a Tuesday night at Governor's or whatever, they paid to see a show. They should see, mm -hmm. you know, somebody that cares. I hate when guys are on stage and, you know, I, you I, dress, you dress nice. You, I always at least wear You don't look like you're rolled out of bed. Yeah, but I've no, been with Mike's, guys. Mike's sweatshirt is always clean. <laughs> <laughs> but, but. But Hershey over here sometimes goes on stage like it, the sleeveless guy yeah. from Saratoga. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the Hershey has 300 people in the audience there to see him, and he dresses a, a, a sleeveless. Uh, I wear my, like, my he went, like he went to Dairy Queen to pick up yeah. milk, and he no, just I stopped to do five minutes. Vest. I wear my comedy, the comedy vest. Nah, yeah, I, um, the comedy vest. I always do at least a. a you know, button down and slacks. Yeah, but, uh, listen. No, everybody should play to their own persona. Mm -hmm. I don't think everybody has to wear a suit on stage. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, I'm just but saying I look I a little bit like you care. If I your persona is the guy that's the angry dad that's messed up with his kids and he wears you know jeans and sneakers and whatever, that's fine. Joey Cola kind of has that persona and he pulls it off. Yeah, that's what jo when Joey's doing something nice, he wears a suit. But when he's not, he still looks like. He looks like a dad, you yeah. know, when he comes on stage. Yeah. But that's his character, and that's fine. But I've seen comics who were in a nice venue. They show up. They're wearing a hat, the brim down below their eyes. You can't even see their face. Right. And they're wearing a backpack. I've seen guys wear backpacks. I've seen guys with, wear their their overcoat, their yeah, their, yeah. their outside jacket yeah. on stage. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, take your jacket off. Like yeah. the audience thinks like you just you're you not even staying. It you know, puts yeah. the, it makes the audience uncomfortable. Like yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, that's just me though. Yeah. So, uh, was there ever a point where you said I'm going to make this as part of my brand, or this was it, it had nothing to do with your brand? Because your the truth. No, is, you know what? I'm going to give kudos to Mark Lund. Who okay. Was the former owner of the sure. club here, and, sure. and uh, with my former manager when he was in here, Mark Lund said to me one day, he goes, "You know what you need to do? He goes, you got a style. You need to play up that style more." He goes, "Nobody is wearing suits. There's like one or two yeah. comics that wear suits. You know, either the famous guys like Seinfeld or whatever wear it, but as right. the guys that aren't famous, there's really there's Pat Dixon in New York. I know wears a suit yeah. every time he performs. Right? You know." Uh, and I, I can't even name, there was a guy named Lord Corrette that I used to work with on the road. But yeah. other than that, Steve Schaefer, but yeah. he's been around forever. Time, forever. Old, yep. Yeah. But other than that, Marcos, you need to, that's you, that's your thing. You need to have that glass of whiskey and that rat package thing. That's right. your, yeah. that's your thing. And so I said, that's going to be my thing. You but know? it's not far off from your home persona. You go home. You no, throw, I put on, on I, I put on slippers and yeah. I put on slippers in my cardigan. Exactly. I light a cigar <laughs> yeah. and I pour myself a brandy to there end the go. night. You know. Yeah. So it's so the branding was definitely part. I was always curious about that. We never really talked about it, but um, and even like you wear no, that's alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> like you wear like a thinner tie, which gives sometimes, sometimes a little I bit wear of a, a thicker tie. But I prefer the thin ties. Yeah, you know, I don't like the big fat ties. Yeah. You ever watch like Barney Miller? Yeah, yeah. they got those big late seventies yeah. fat fat ties. Yeah. but the ties, I, I'll wear a thicker. Well, you're a tie. thin, slender guy. It's, yeah. it's, I've it's no one's ever referred to me as Barney Miller ever. <laughs> Right. This this only, <laughs> only reason I do it now is because I know that if I have some of my fans watching, yeah, they'll get the references I throw. Yeah. <laughs> I've only been referred to that award as Halloween costume four years in a row from seven to eleven years. I old. actually just won fifty dollars. I bet someone he'd make a Barney Miller reference. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right, I got nice. Um, w one thing I wanted to touch on, and I actually screened this with you before today because I didn't want to make you uncomfortable or anything like that. But you, you know, you're an open book, like open you said. Book, man. I don't, do I don't know. Silly Sally knows that, about this, or uh, or Keegan for that matter. Look, she said she was eighteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
The gay thing? <laughs> Not the gay thing or the couch thing or the, <laughs> the anything couch like that. Um, but Monty uh, essentially landed the... I didn't uh, land. I was in the, the running. But you were in the final two, if I remember correctly. I, according to stories now that I've heard, there might have been like three or four of us. Okay, so now yeah. the story isn't as good, and we're going to revert no, to something else. No, but according to what I was told yeah. by the director. I'm still going with two. It was between me and Ben. So so, so Chris Monty was uh, basically um, on the verge of landing the uh, the gig for the show Cash Cab mm -hmm. uh, that Ben Bailey has had success, and it's been on yeah. for, for the I think he's coming back, years. too. I think he just said um, that. He'd be great at that. I was going to say. That would actually no, have been yeah. great. You didn't know, I yeah. had no idea, but I'm, you know. Yeah. I'll tell you how I actually even got that he he was so hurt about it he still dresses like a cat cat <laughs> actually i did this for it for the uh, audition you know i just came in i had like a button down yeah. and i put yeah. on my cabbie hat and i just was new york all the way i was yeah. like totally no but um that audition came out i used to have a friend and i won't say her name uh because she used to illegally get me the breakdowns for all the auditions and email them to me mm -hmm. and she was i'm going to email these to you and you can kind of if you don't let them know what you found out, you can solicit the casting directors with an email mm -hmm. and see whatever. So I wrote, I saw the audition for this show, and I was like, at that time, I was driving a limousine or or a, a black, you know, a uh, right. a town car. Yep, doing airport runs to make extra money as a comic when I wasn't working because I wasn't, you know, comedies. Well, you're full time, so yet. fruitful. Yeah, with, it wasn't yeah. money. So <laughs> I was full time comedy, but I was like, at that time, I was like, I had I moved into Forest Hills. I was I, I paying was, rent. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, you know what? On Tuesdays and Mondays, if I'm not doing anything, I'm gonna drive a car and just try to pick up a two hundred bucks. You know. Right. So. I, I had the experience of driving a car, and so I saw this audition looking for comics who have maybe had experience as a cab driver or a chauffeur who want to host a talk show, a uh, game show. And so I wrote this letter to the casting director, mm -hmm. and I said, my name is Chris Monty, I'm a new comic at that time, was maybe 10 years, 11 years. Yeah. I'm based in New York, I, I, drove, I drive a uh, limousine on my off time, and blah, 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 and they called me two weeks later, I got a phone call, hey, we got your letter? We looked at your website. We want to have. Can you come in tomorrow at ten a.m. Wow. and I and I got the audition wow. without going through an agent or anything. Yeah. Wow! They oh. called me directly. I just put my number down and I got lucky. So just yeah. the unscrupulous cheating thing you got. That's how you landed. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's done over and over in this business. Yeah, I'm you know? sure. You know, know, so and so's at the restaurant. Go and sit yeah. there. I want to say that you're an actress. You know, and people give tips. Yeah, so, nobody but, gets anything. But that's how I got the audition. So was there was there a point where you thought that you were going to land this gig and it was going to be a life changer for you? Did you ever get that close? I got that close. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. I got so I I I did the audition and then I did the callback audition, mm -hmm. which is the second audition where the producer and the director comes in and they go, "Okay, let's look at these guys." And I was, you know, everybody has their own slot. Mm -hmm. So, in the callback, the original audition, I went into a room, they put me in a chair, and they had a chair, two chairs behind me uh, as if I was in a car, mm -hmm. and they would just bring in Whoever's in the office Randoms, and yeah. say, "Come in and just but sit in the back," and they give him read this. He's going to ask you this question and say whatever. And then I was riffing with them. You know, I was like, "I think what they loved about me is I, I, I'm a New Yorker and I know and I knew New York." So right. I would say first thing was when they got into the kit, my car in the audition. I would say, "Where are you going?" And they would say, "Oh, I want to go to Christopher Street and whatever." I'm like, "No, you don't want to go there." <laughs> like I would say jokes like that. Like why not? I'm like, "Cause it's Halloween. You do not want to go down there." Whatever. Right. You know? yeah. And they sure. were like laughing. Whatever. Then I would do the questions. Whatever. The callback was get in a real cab, that cab that he drove, like a minivan cab, yeah. Yeah. drive around with actors in the back that were going to do the show. We're going to actually just do the show, whatever. So I do that audition, and that goes well. And then I get a call from 
the people at, um, I think it was um, Lionsgate or, or one of those companies that produced it. Mm -hmm. And they said, we need you to go and, number one, uh, start taking these classes to get your hack license. Because you have to have a hack license to actually drive a cab. Right. And, and you, you know it's a show. And They're going to pay for everything. You already, Sorry, you what's a hack license? Hack license is, what is, is a cab driver's license. Oh, okay. And they're very expensive why to get. Why do they call it a hack? Well, he was already a hack before that. <laughs> do you know why they call it a hack license? I do not. I don't know why either. That's what they call okay. them, hacks, the yeah. drivers. Thanks, I don't know. Sally. I, we, have to, we have to Google <laughs> that. To make you all excited. We have to Google that, but they call it a hack license. But you need a cab driver's license. Sometimes shows have a producer to look that up. <laughs> yes. Well, I can't because then you can't look at that. Uh, we don't want to okay. see ourselves. I use my okay. phone. So um, I had to go. So now I'm I'm going. Now it's a three. It's a two-day course and then a test. So now... Um, I have a handler. I have a girl from the production company who was like, do you need a cab ride? Do you need subway fare? Do you need whatever to get? It was in Long Island City. I lived in Forest Hills, Queens. I said, no, I can take the subway there. They go, we're going to pay for your subway and your lunch and all that stuff. Right. And, you, and the girl met me every day mm -hmm. for the two days. I went to the class. And here's another thing I just want to say real quick. You don't know nothing about New York like you think you do. In that class is every immigrant in the world from all over the world that's coming to this country to try and make a living, and they're trying to get their hack. This is before Uber existed and before Lyft. That's how long ago it was. Sure, mm -hmm. of right. So everybody, Chinese, Spanish, uh, you know, Middle Eastern, every every level of, of immigrant is in there, and they're asking questions. And the guy looks at me because I'm the white face. Yeah, and he's like, "You, where are you from?" And I'm like, Queens. And he's like, okay, all right, everybody, all right. He's a Chinese uh, cab driver, experienced cab driver, teaching the class. He's like, we got an American. And he said, how many, how many, let me ask you a question. It's going to be on the test. This is the first day of class. How many water crossings are there from Manhattan to any other borough? How many? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Three. 31. Right. Right. So I'm sitting there. So I go, uh, can you give me a minute? He goes, take all the time you need. And I count. You know, you count all the water crossings, not just bridges, but tunnels, right? right? Of course. Holland, Lincoln, George, uh, not George Washington. Oh, yeah, that goes from Manhattan, right? Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Gold, Golden Gate. Mm -hmm. Golden Gate. Anyway, so I go 16. I came up at 16. Wow. And he goes, wrong. And I go, really? And then he started naming all these little bridges in the Bronx and Yonkers that, that you don't know of, that aren't right. toll bridges, whatever. Sure. So whatever. So you don't know nothing. And then he asked another guy another question. And that guy got it like that. And he looked at me and he goes, that guy's not born in this country. He's not born in this state, or this city. And he, how come he knows the answer and you don't know the answer? And I'm like, because I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know? But so I go through this whole class. Then the day before the test, I get a, I get a call from the director. And he goes, listen, I really want you to be the host of this show. He goes, I'm pulling for you. If you fail this test, you have no shot. If you pass the test... You have a shot, but I can't guarantee you you're getting the shot. All I can guarantee you is I'm going to sing your praises. I'm going to advocate for you. Right. So now I'm just like, pass test. And the girl, I forget her name, but the girl who was my handler from the production. Hannah. Was, <laughs> just make it Hannah. So, civil. <laughs> so she says to me on my way into that test that morning, she goes, I really hope you pass this test because I really like you and I really think that you should get the show. Okay. And I was like, you know, and I was treating it like, eh. Like yeah. At that moment, yeah. I was like, because you know why? When you're so close to something that's going to yeah. change your life and you career, don't you don't want to sink your whole world into it. But I think subconsciously, I sunk my whole world into it. And I was just like, on the outside, I was like, if I get it, it's great. If not, eh. 
That's how yeah. I felt about this show. Right. So you know. <laughs> well, we got it, Mark. I yes, passed the did. test. Oh, wow. So I passed nice. the test. Congratulations. I got like a 90. It was wow. like the best grade I ever got in my life. Right? I bet. Ben I, Bailey got a 91. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we both passed. I, the day of the test, I saw Ben Bailey in the class. We were the only two white guys in yeah. the class, right? Yeah. So I, I saw Ben Bailey. I didn't know who he was. I didn't know if he, he was the other guy. Yeah. But all I know is Ben Bailey was the guy up for the show. And the reason I know that is because after I took that class, before I took the test, they said to me, you have to go for a physical. And I go, what do you mean? They go, well, we need to know that you're healthy. So you have to go in and get a physical. We're paying for it. Go see this doctor. He does blood work and, you know, cardiology and all that yeah. stuff. He does all the things, you know. So you go in, he does an EKG. He does whatever. He checks you out. And at the end of the uh, examination, he goes... So what happened to your friend Ben Bailey? And I go, who's Ben Bailey? <laughs> and he goes, that's the other guy that I'm supposed to examine. He didn't show up for his appointment. Really? Wow. So I go, I don't know. He went rogue. Wait, so I don't know. But this was the <laughs> days of internet. So I leave there and I go home and I Google Ben Bailey. <laughs> and I'm like, who's Ben Bailey? And I look him up and I see his stand up and I go, that's my competition, Ben Bailey. Huh. So uh, I got a phone call uh, a week later from the director and he goes I wanted to be the pr first one to t and I saw the number and I'm thinking he's like you got the I'm on show. the road bro I'm on the road I'm, on in, the I'm road. in Wildwood at a comedy club the on Friday Pickle Man <laughs> no uh, the Casbah Comedy Club Mark mm. Vito yep. God bless his soul he's rest still, in peace Mark still, no he's still alive oh I still talk to him. <laughs> yo, no, I he, you're over seven. So I he said, "God bless his soul." God bless his soul, because I still talk to him. He's oh, my man. You guys, that means he died. Like it sounded like it. Didn't I you didn't say God rest his yeah, soul. No, you, you looked up though. Yeah, he's he's the he's the don. You know, he lives on the second floor of a house. <laughs> yes, uh, he lives above governors. <laughs> he rents the. Uh... <laughs> but I'm on the road, and I it's Friday night, and I'm getting ready to do two shows. Wow! And my cell phone rings, and I see who it is, and I go, "This is it." This is it. And I pick up the phone, and he's like, hey, what's up? And I go, nothing. And I'm just, you don't know what he's going to say. You know? Right. And he goes, I just wanted to be the first one to call you. And I'm thinking, now but I'm getting a little. This sounds right. good. Yeah. This sounds good. And he goes, uh, they, you know, the agent was going to call you from the thing, but he goes, uh, they, they're going to go with Ben. And he oh, goes, man. but I want you to know that I fought like hell to get you, mm -hmm. and blah, 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 and we're going to start shooting. And this was in August of whatever year that was. And he yeah. goes, we're going to start shooting the show in the first week in October. And he goes, I want you to stay alert and stay sharp because if, within a few days of taping, if something happens, and he goes, this has happened before in this business. If, if he don't show up or he's bad on set and we can't, we're calling you. Right. He goes... That's the best I could do for you right now. So you, so you were second essentially, even though at the beginning of the story you I said was fourth. If or it fifth. was now, they would have. No, went back because and you know it. what happened was Mark Lund had Ben Bailey work when he when Mark had the clubs. Yeah, he had Ben Bailey headline. Yeah, sure and Mark, he I'm called sure in and he was it. talking with Ben and Ben goes, "Oh yeah, it was, there was like ten guys up for that show." And Mark goes, "I don't know if he was just saying that. He, he or wanted, whatever, but he, he goes, was just saying it. Yeah, I would feel better if there were ten guys up for it than yeah, two, you know. But at the end, because Mark was like, "No, no, no." Monty was up for this show, yeah. you know, yeah. and so Ben was kind of blowing off that I was up for the show, not knowing who I was. He doesn't know me or anything right. against me, right? No, but but so that's, that's what, what happened. And you know what? Uh, I was dating a girl at the time who was in show business. Mm -hmm. you didn't, did you know uh, Becky? Yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. you know my girlfriend at the time. And so I came home from I I I called her and told her, and she goes, "Okay, okay, it's gonna be okay, whatever." And then I came home from the weekend. And then she looked at me and she goes, she had the best thing. She had the best advice. She looks at me and she goes, I'm going to give you till the end of today to feel bad about this because you should feel bad about it. Yeah. But tomorrow is a new fucking day. 
Right. And you know what? You better things are coming. Right. You know. Little did I know that that was so wrong. Bullshit advice. But it was so wrong. <laughs> but you know what? It made me it's feel great good. Advice. It made me feel good. And right. you know what? In the long run, I I don't ever sit in regret of that show. Like people talk about it, and I go, I'm so happy for Ben, and and it's yeah. success. Because you know what? I'm glad another comic made it and did something. It wasn't me. I wish Carla would give me that speech every time I get you rejected need that speech. in comedy. If you buy the goddamn thing when it's on sale. <laughs> exactly. <Right. laughs> now I get rejected from something she's, in comedy. She's, she's too like, busy vacuuming. <laughs> wow. That's something that else. That was a great callback right <laughs> exactly. there. She's too busy vacuuming. She's good. Yeah, she's, she's very, very good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, that was, that, that was been, my story. If they found like some undiscovered talent in that taxi class he went to, like, ah, eh, we decided Ben and Chris now nah, we, we went with Dog Jagdish Nasik. <laughs> <laughs> right. The guy he knew the thirty one right. yeah. water yeah. things. That was a Haitian dude. Cash cab <laughs> with Chang Hai Shek. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they've spun that show off in, in a lot of different cities. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, from okay. that since so then. Your and, phone should be ringing any day. Though. And wait, yeah. I, I'll, I'll give you the, here's the, here's the final here's the final button to that story, and we'll move on. Uh, so about a year and a half later, I'm working at the Borgata with Chris Roach. Mm -hmm. And Roach says, hey, do you mind if we drive down together? Mm. You know, I, I, my car is busted up or whatever. Right. So I said, yeah, we'll drive down. It'd be great. I love yeah, Roach, right? Of course. So we're in the car, and we just start talking about our careers and how we've had near hits, and they've become misses. And no joke, he goes, but so what? Ben Bailey got that show. He goes, you know what? What did he really ever do with it? He goes, I saw him at Governors. He goes, I saw him. At I go, but really, nothing's really big happening. He, you know, he did one fishing show thing that didn't last on the History Channel. No, and nothing's yeah. really happened. That show's over. Not even three minutes after that sentence finished, we're just driving on the Atlantic City Expressway and on a big billboard. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend at Caesars, Ben oh, Bailey yeah. and Roach, and it's just quiet. And I see it, and he sees it, and Roach goes. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't have right. like, and he didn't like pre-plan that. That's yeah, just that's, natural. No, no, he's not that funny oh to God. do that. It's hilarious. That's really funny. Oh, it was so good. We laughed so hard. Like to that's this day, it. we still laugh so that's hard about funny. that. That's really funny. Uh, hey, also, that's that's life, right? Yeah. Like Frank Sinatra said, "That's life." Also, hack is short for the word hackery, which is a medium-sized horse. They used to be used for public transportation. Wow. That so you looked it up. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting. Wow. I, I contribute every once in a while. No, that's fantastic. <laughs> so that's why they call it a that's hack license, Sally. But you know what? Things worked out. Um, which, which I wouldn't be here today so if I got exactly. cash care. <laughs> Thank God. For, I'd yeah. like to know. So the for the first... Guys, um, next week, Ben Bailey is going to be <laughs> That's right. You should call him. He'll come do it. <laughs> right, exactly. No, no, we should have the Asian guy come in. <laughs> Neither one of those fucking guys are funny. <laughs> I know. The Asian guy that taught the class, the Chinese guy, he was from China, but yeah. he was a New York... Uh, yeah, he was. He had he had a thicker New York accent than I do. <laughs> oh man, yeah. But so so things turned out fine, and uh, obviously the past few years for you has been so much different than the first fifteen years of, of stand up. So you know you went from being on the road, not really worrying too much about anything, and then you meet this woman, get married, have a baby. How have you managed to to kind of um, make that move from? Uh, single road comic to domesticated road comic. How is you that? You get older. You know, you get older and you go, ah, do I want to be... Like, I still like... Listen, I left early tonight to come here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because yeah. I'm like, I got to go, I got to go. <laughs> yeah. you know? And then I, so I came, you know, not super early, but early enough where I'm like, all right, I got an hour or two to go hang out with you guys and do the yeah, show. Sure. I'm looking forward to it and everything. Um, so this is my little break, you know? Yeah. Um, 
but you get older and you get smarter and you, how long am I going to be the single guy? You know, you start thinking about guys. I'm like, do I really want to be found dead in a hotel room well, one day? You right. see, you with see nobody... the, the older comics that, that never got settled down. Yeah. And then, but maybe that's by choice. I, I mean, I, I, I listen, don't know if, if my was... wife told me she never wanted to have children. I would have been like, fine. Right. You know, good. We can, we can, you can come on the big gigs with me and we can go on vacations when I'm whatever. But, she, you know, she wanted a family and that was the deal. And so we have a family. And now you know how it is. You have children. Yeah. And you, uh, you have a, you know, right. Yeah. So you, you know. now <laughs> I go, I look forward to getting away from, like this weekend. I'm going to go, I'm leaving Thursday and I don't come back till Sunday. By Saturday afternoon or maybe Friday night, I'm going to miss my daughter so much that yeah. I'm going to go, ah, I just can't wait to get home yeah. in my own bed. You know, and have my daughter come in at three in the morning yeah. and annoy me. So, you know, from what, from what you've told me a little bit about it, the the reason why it works so much is that when you went into this with Kristen, it was a conversation that listen, this is still going to be my life. You're going to have to be. This is what I do for a living. This is how I yeah. earn my keep. So my wife knows that. Yeah. She knows. Listen, you know, she sees. She's like, wow, you made that tonight. You made that tonight. Yeah. And then I'll do gigs that are like, you know, oh, you didn't make that much money tonight. Right. I'm like, because it's two. 